Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, 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 welcome again to another edition of In the Arthur's Corner with ATN. I'm ATN, your, your host, and I'm very pleased to join with with you, my audience, with our guest, my co-host, Leanne Dr. Sudduck. Yes, she has something to tell you today. We're going to be educated, as I would like to put it, and we will learn as we go. So, folks, get ready. Get your pen. Pencil, paper, write down the number so you can know when to call in. We'll be going for a full hour. The number is area code 515-605-9812. Again, that's 515-605-9812. Give us a call. Give us a jing-jing if you want to have a question or comment made. Okay, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started tonight. Leanne, good evening. How are you? Hello, Etienne. I'm very well, thanks. And yourself? Oh, fine, thank you. Still bothered with my throat, but life goes on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So. We made it. You were not feeling well last week, and this week we put it all together, and here we are. Exactly, and we're still standing. We'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> and we have, we have a guest on the line uh, uh, Visitor, listener, I just want to say hello to her and acknowledge her. Denise, uh, Denise, I forget your last Hi. name. Tur- I forget your last name. Turner? Turner, yes. Denise Turner, just wanted to introduce you to the audience. Just say a quick hello. <laughs> hello, I'm Denise Turner, and I'm a pastor's widow, and I've been through grief, loss, homelessness. Abuse and incarceration. So I'm here mm-hmm. to um, help people heal and thrive, and I'm looking forward to the wow. conversation today. Very good. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, good. Okay, let's Welcome go ahead and get <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And he says a lot to offer. A lot to offer. So, Leanne, let's get started. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us about what, what you have in mind tonight. Well, um, I'm going to be speaking on a subject that I'm not sure many people um, know about and may not okay. um, understand, but um, it's helped me a lot in my healing process. This is where my true healing began. Um, okay. So especially last week when I was so ill, I was vomiting for about five days, um, and I, all mm-hmm. I could do was lie there. So I was meditating and thinking. Um, mm-hmm. And then I was thinking a lot about how far I've come you know, from an existence of psychiatric wards, endless cocktails yes. of antipsychotics, blaming the world and, and you know, n- not taking ownership um, for my healing in many mm. ways. Um, and, yeah, so, so that's, that's why I decided to talk about uh, what triggered my true healing today. Okay, okay. So you didn't heal completely in your therapy, is that right? No. No, it gave me the tools, the necessary tools to um, start making changes. Uh-huh. But my true journey of healing um, only began in December 2018 after I returned to Australia from the UK. Okay, that sounds interesting. Could you tell us what happened? Um, yeah, so as you know, um, I currently um, have a pending immigration matter here in Australia at Ministerial Intervention. Um, mm-hmm. So when I had to leave Australia in 2014, um, well, there was no way in hell that I was going to go back to South Africa where I was abused. Um, mm-hmm. So I applied for um, another ancestral visa so that I could go back to the UK. Um, and I went to the seaside village of Hastings in East Sussex. Oh, in East Sussex. Okay. Let me back up a little bit. You have a term that we may not uh, use in the same way in America. You have a uh, ministerial, how do you say that? 
ministerial, ministerial, ministerial intervention. <laughs> is that is that religious or government? Government. Oh, I see. Okay. It's, um, yeah, to do with immigration. <clears throat> oh, I see. Okay. Now, yeah, was it's there like, any like immigration discrepancy. Sorry. Okay. Okay. No problem. I understand now. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, was there any specific reason that you chose Hasten? Um, well, I had um, 28 days to make arrangements to depart Australia. Um, yeah. At the time, I was still feeling fragile um, from my psychotherapy ending, and I was feeling devastated uh, knowing that I had to leave my four children. And I was obviously financially broke, having been mentally unwell and, you know, in, in 16, like, psych admissions and just struggling and homeless and all that. And then being served uh, with divorce papers, um, wherein I didn't gain a single cent or piece of furniture from the divorce. Um, I actually had no idea how I was going to do it. But my best friend um, from high school from South Africa was living in Hastings at the time. And she mm-hmm. offered to help me out um, until I could get on my feet. Um, so that's why I decided on Hastings. I mean, I wasn't exactly excitedly planning a wonderful future, you know. I was sh- shattered at being ripped away from my children, the only thing that mattered to me. Mm-hmm. So, I could yeah. imagine. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Well, before, before we go any further, let's go ahead and uh, talk about confidentiality. We are very sensitive sure. about confidentiality. And I would like you to acknowledge to the audience whether or not you allow confidentiality information. Um, Yes, no, it's all confidential. Um, This twin flame journey that I'm talking about today, I have spoken to the other person involved and he has given his permission uh, for me to go ahead and not mention his actual name. Okay, that's fine. That's good. Thank you much. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. How did you how did you cope when you had to leave? Boy. Um, well, yeah, it was hard. Um when 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 that um twenty eight day departure bomb was dropped on me, um I started making up memory boxes for my children. Um uh-huh. there were beautiful glass boxes like with sunsets and beaches on the front mm-hmm. and on the inside of the lid of each child's box, um I pasted photos of me and them, you know, just memories. <laughs> and I filled their boxes um, with positive little trinkets and a letter. Um, yes. And the day I had to fly, uh, we said our goodbyes. Um, and I promised myself I wouldn't cry because I knew that they had to go to school after. Um, yes. But I gave them their, me- their memory boxes. Um, and oh, I tried yes. to not cry. And I tried to imprint you know, each one's expressions like into my soul and I yes. just broke inside when I hugged them for the last time. I crumbled. I mm-hmm. I cried all the way to the UK. Wow, that was hard. Gee, was a so, mama to be separated from her children. Wow, I'm sorry yeah, to hear that you go through all that. Thank yeah. you, Etienne. It was in your it was in your mind. My goodness. But yeah. Mm. So your true healing happened in Houston? Is that where it took place? Um, yes, I went to Hastings. The actual healing, no, um, didn't actually happen in Hastings. It's just that um, with me being at that specific place and time, that was the catalyst for my true healing. Um, you know, taking back my power from my childhood trauma. Um, and obviously okay. at the time, I never saw it or understood what was happening. Oh, you just was blindly led, huh? So what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, so a couple of days after I arrived in Hastings, my friend from high school, who I was now staying with, um, she yes. planned a night out for us. Um, so that night that we went out, she introduced me to her group of friends at a little pub in Old Town. It's just one of the little areas in Hastings. Um, but I was I was in I was in no mood for anything. I mean, I was missing my children. Um, but when she introduced me to one specific person, um, we shook hands, 
and when I listened to his eyes, it was like we'd met before. It was like I knew him. And it all started from there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute. Let's, let's back up a little bit. Let's go from Australian so, to American. What did you say? You looked into his what? I looked into his eyes. Eyes. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm <laughs> <trying to know>. <laughs> <laughs> South African accent. Everyone thinks I'm their eyes. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. You're good. You're good. All right. <laughs> okay. Had you met before? No, never. Um, he was a wow. total stranger, um, but it was like my soul knew his soul. Um, uh-huh. And we actually, we actually then went on to become best friends. Um, wow. It was a platonic. It was a platonic relationship. Um, but we had such a special connection where we could always, you know, just be ourselves with one another. And yes. um, we'd, know what, we'd know what the other one was thinking without words. Um, we oh. could just sit in silence um, sometimes. And I put my head on his shoulder and it was comfortable, you know. It was, yes. it, was it just was. Um, and then at yes. other times we'd be dancing around <laughs> like, you know, loons with no inhibitions and we'd just be laughing and you know no matter yeah. what we did we just always had a good time and we were so comfortable with each other um, good. it was just like we'd known each other forever wow. yeah wow. and then uh, but then then life kind of got in the way and we lost yeah. touch for about a year um, it, when I was mm. in the UK um, and then one night, I was missing my children so much, and I was really struggling with depression. I was actually feeling suicidal. Um, so I stormed out of the house, and I just walked and walked and walked. And I actually ended up bumping into him again, um, <laughs> just out of nowhere. And our friendship picked up again where it had left off as though we'd never been apart. Um, and he'd yes. also then been struggling with challenges and depression. Well, it's amazing. I'm beginning to yeah. see something coming together. I think your title is coming to come clear for us now. Wow. So you both had to feel in the same way, huh? Yes. Yes. Um, I believe that we've spent many past lives together. That's why the bond is so intense and so sacred mm-hmm. and just that knowing um, each other. Um, yes. I, I, I call him my mirror soul, my twin flame my best friend, <laughs> and um, his, his nickname for me is Simba. He's my brave heart. And, okay. you know, Etienne, I'd, I'd die for him, hey. I, I can't explain it, but it's as if he's just a part of me, and it's like it's yes. always just been that way. <laughs> so now yeah. we know what it means by twin flame. Okay. Never heard that yeah. before. Now we know. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Could you explain a little more? You do? Yes. Okay. So the twin flame. Um, I I'll read. I, I got this. Okay. Let me first of all let me let me explain the difference between soulmate and twin flame. This is my understanding anyway. Okay. okay. So okay. A soulmate, because everyone's heard of a soulmate. So yes. a soulmate is someone who's a soulmate who is um is someone who is made from the same kind of energy as you, but who has never existed in fusion with you. Um, so okay. although soulmate connections are highly significant, an encounter with a twin flame is on a totally another level entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, usually this will lead to romance. However, it can also manifest in the form of an intense friendship. Um, mm-hmm. Twin flames usually don't know what a twin flame is until they reconnect and feel the power of love which they never felt before despite how many partners or how many fulfilling relationships they've had before it's just a whole different sort of connection um, and okay. honestly honestly bruv if I had not experienced this journey myself I would have said it's a load of you know what but because <laughs> I've experienced it myself um, I totally believe in it um, I found this description online, which I'll read to you just to try and explain what happens with the twin flame okay. connection. Go right ahead. Um, Go right ahead. If you have a 
if you have a twin flame, you are fated to meet this person at some point in your life journey. The two of you will be pulled together like magnets. You will know when you've connected with this person because you'll immediately experience a sense of recognition. Many people describe an uncanny sense of having known their twin flame all their lives. When you encounter this person who carries the other half of your energy, it can create a profound and life-altering sense of wholeness. Your relationship will naturally be extremely intense because twin flames are mirrors of one another. This person will not only provide a sense of wholeness, they will also elevate your self-knowledge, including knowledge of your flaws. Consequently, there's a potential for conflict as well as happiness. Rest assured that it is possible to have a happy, healthy relationship with your twin flame. However, this is only possible if you can learn to love yourself, as your twin flame is part of you. This love must be honest and unconditional. Otherwise, a part of you will always be driven to reject your twin flame. Oh, my goodness. That's well, well put. Sheesh. Yes. See, so that's, that's where the healing all comes in. Oh. A partner, a soulmate, a friend, it all comes together tightly where each other yeah. can sense each other without even having to speak about it. Correct? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So you were you healed together. Other, you yes. trigger each other yes. to the max. <laughs> yes, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Well, yep. so you both help, help to heal each other. Um, yes, but not in Hastings as such, because... Um, at the time, none of us knew anything about twin flames. We only knew that we seemed to have an unbreakable bond. And every time we tried to walk away from one another, which we, which we did try many times, um, okay. we were somehow always pulled back towards each other. Um, wow. so, then, so then, like I said, we, we lost touch for about a year. Um, and at a time when we were both in a bad place and needed each other most. We were brought back together in a fated meeting. Um, obviously, throughout our friendship, there's been a constant push and pull. It's like a runner-chaser dynamic, you know, almost like mm. a love-hate relationship, but extremely <laughs> passionate and intense. Um, okay. Our journey's been fiery, confusing, and at times heart-achingly painful. Um, and I think I... I found it easier to communicate what I was feeling, whereas for him, I think the intensity of the connection frightened him. Wow. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So how yeah. did he how did he heal then? Oh, so in December 2018, um, Simba, that's what I call him, his nickname, Simba. my nickname. <laughs> so, he, right. yeah, Simba. Um, I, he called me one day when I was in Australia and um, we argued on the phone. And the last thing he said to me on that phone call was, you have no empathy for others. Remember that the next time you overdose. And um, mm. those words for me hit home so severely. And th- it was actually those words that triggered my true healing. Okay. That sounds pretty harsh. Yes, um, but a twin flame connection isn't only about love. It's about truth, ultimately. Um, So twin flames can often cause radical personal awakenings for one another because they can see straight through to one another. Um, So when twin flames meet, they both have a feeling of home in each other and the truth Mm -hmm. lies in their silent communication through the eyes. It's just like knowing, to, you know, when you look at each other. Um, the spiritual bond that twin flames have is undeniable to both of them. You just know that this um, person is extra special um, in your life. It's like an in- intuition. Like sometimes when you it can is, walk to a room and you know something is there or something is not there, mm-hmm. you have that sense, but you can't verbalize it. Exactly. Is, is that I think... It okay. is like your intuition. And even like when we'd look at each other, there was yeah. so much unsaid, but that 
we knew mm-hmm. was dead. And I'm sure that it comes from past lives as well. Okay. So then you were saying mm-hmm. the connection is all about truth. Yes, um, truth in that this connection forces you to really look within yourself. Um, There is heartache for both people in a twin flame connection, which includes fear, loneliness, abandonment issues, insecurities, and past pain that has been repressed for so long in yourself. You know, things you never wanted to look at. Um, The connection challenges... Excuse me, one second. Let's back up a little bit. Uh There are lists of things you're talking about. Yeah, let's let's talk about them one by one. You said something about the uh, both people in the twin flame connection, or uh, something yeah. about uh, fear and loneliness. Go ahead and what yes. are some of the others? Oh, abandonment issues is a big one. Um, see, mm-hmm. twin flames come together to oftentimes heal a lot of childhood trauma um, and I mm-hmm. think past life um, karmic karma um, in a sense or you know, um, so I think both, uh, yeah, I know both both twins um, have a lot of, um, you know, they they feel fear, loneliness, abandonment. Yeah. Um, it's it's all the insecurities that were born from, you know, everything they've experienced in life. I guess, um, you know, mm. maybe not feeling worthy of love, uh, maybe not knowing how to love. Um, yes. You know, always that fear of, oh, but if someone loves me, they're going to leave me or, you know, and it's all that sort of stuff and repressed memories even from trauma. It's all that stuff that is then triggered by one another and brought to the surface mm-hmm. to be able to heal it. Yeah, it's deep, you know, deep healing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see that, yes. Mm. So, so the connection... The connection yeah. challenges you both, um, you know, like I said, to the max. Um, and it's because mm-hmm. you share the same equal energy vibration and you will both change and intimidate one another. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know how to push each other's emotional buttons because you are actually one soul. Yeah, push the buttons. Yes, yes, yes. I know about pushing buttons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sometimes not a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you like and sometimes you're like, Oh like I'd be like, Oh, somebody I really wanna hate it. you. You know, you're just pushing yeah. my buttons but I can't, I love yeah. you so much. So yeah, yeah. you know, but one um, second please, please, one second. I think we have a call. I think we have a call in the on the sure. air. Do we have a caller? Okay. Sure. Area code nine seven three. Caller, are you there? Hello, caller. Okay, well, I guess not. Let's continue. Well, and, uh, I, think, I think that was I think that was me trying to ask a question. Oh, yes, oh, go right ahead. <laughs> uh, Leanne, I, I just wanted to um, ask you because I, I I understand that twin flames uh, represent the other part of your soul, um, and many times you'll feel some of the same things. Um, so your anger or stress or joy um, is probably felt by your twin flame. Yes. So do you do you see that they um, there's a lot of hurt in your relationship? Um, because many times that's inevitable because you're feeling some of the same things. Yes, definitely. Um, um, usually, yes, because especially the the twin that is more awakened, they um, can pick up um, energetically, they can pick up exactly what the other twin is feeling. Um, But in saying that, in our connection, um, do you know, Simon knew me, uh, not Simba knew me um, better than what I even knew myself. Okay. and, um, yeah, so we definitely picked up on each other's emotions all the time, and we could sense and feel what the other one was going through. Okay. And it was it was heartbreaking. It was terribly heartbreaking because you could feel the other one's pain. Yeah, I can imagine. So you went on a journey? Yeah. It was extremely fiery, yeah. huh? 
Wow. Yeah, it was very, very intense. Yes. So you had. Yeah. And then sometimes mm-hmm. as well, because of the, the vulnerability um, within the mm-hmm. connection, you know, because of all the healing yes. and the hurt and stuff, um, twin, fa- twin flames are easily triggered into the, um, the energetic push and pull. So this can cause mm-hmm. then temporary separation, which can be in the form of like petty fights or blocking each other on social media channels. You know, so there's a lot of pain in that as well. You can imagine. You know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, wow. This is an education in more ways than one. But the good thing <laughs> is you're sharing this with the audience. And I'm sure if there's anyone out there who are in a condition, in an experience, in a abusive mm-hmm. relationship, here's a way that they can get them in. Give themselves help. No, but, no, but yeah, but and can, but can I just stress that even on the twin flame journey, you know, yes. if if there's any abuse, um, and you think that's your twin flame, it's not okay to stay. You still have free will, mm. and it's not okay to be abused. Yes, exactly Absolutely. correct. And yeah, abuse is not acceptable. Yeah. yeah. So how did how did you heal then? Um, okay, so let me just explain then. So also with the pain of, say, like, um, say, blocking each other on social media and that separation mm-hmm. from each other, um, that can also um, cause, um, it can push either one of the twin flames to run from the connection. Um, mm-hmm. That's why it's so important um, that any pain that you feel within yourself has to be felt and brought to the surface and healed. Um, so from the moment of the awakening, um, the awakened twin can feel the energy of their twin in their chakras. Um, so for instance, for me, like I could, when, when I could, um, when I had that feeling and I was like, oh, Simon's going through this or that, I felt it a lot in my, my, um, my crown chakra would like start tingling. You know, yeah. or my heart chakra would like, I could feel it would just expand or I could feel it in my chakras and it was like messages coming through for me. Um, mm. And then um, the, they, the awakened twin will also have a telepathic communication of which the, um, you know, and will receive telepathic messages from their twin's higher mm-hmm. consciousness. Um, the yeah. unawakened twin is usually not even aware at this stage. Um, maybe of even the twin flame, you know, yes, um, the whole twin flame thing. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what, let's start for a minute. Let me announce the phone number, and then we'll come back, and I'll have you tell me about what happened in December 2018. Does that make sense? Sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let me get, uh, announce the number. Audience, this is very intense but it can be helpful in more ways. We're not saying that you can have a therapy on the radio. No, we're not saying that. But we just let you know there's a resource you can use with your partner, your friend, your twin flame, whatever you want to call it, but work with your therapist, and this might be helpful to you. So let me give you the number. Number is 515-605-9812. Again, the number is 515-605-9812. Some people have asked me, why do you keep repeating the number? Well, I do because we're on the radio, and not everybody is on the radio at the same time we are, especially when we're around the world. So I encourage people to, to keep track of this number so that anytime we're online and they want to call in, they'll know the number. Five one five six zero five nine eight one two. Okay, my sister. Uh, yes. Tell us what happened in December twenty eighteen. I've adopted you. You know that. I know. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> Me and my cubs. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. okay. So, so after that phone call um, where Simon and I argued, um, I really started looking at myself. Um, and I think for me, that was actually 
you know, um, although my intensive psychotherapy had given me tools to heal, um, what, what, you know, Simba said to trigger me was actually mm. the first time that I actually even looked at the inner child. Um, so, so then I think this is, then I think I'll explain, I think, um, let me just see. So this is then what happened for me. This is where I started understanding the twin flame journey as well. And I started healing my inner child. Um, so what happens Mm -hmm. is the awakened twin flame finds out that you are twin flames. Um, whilst the second twin flame, usually known as the unawakened twin flame seems to not have the same awareness of the special nature of your connection and can often um, be felt to be emotionally and physically pulling back. Um, This then panics the first twin um, into a state of fear, rejection and abandonment and the push and pull or run a chaser process begins. And that's then when I started doing a lot of sort of shadow work and going within and really looking at my trauma and, in a way, mm-hmm. giving and loving my inner child. Um, okay. So twin flames are also often more sensitive to energy shifts than other people. And this is because the energies are often there to purge out the old stuff, which no longer serves. Um, mm. It kind of forces you to go within, do you know? Um mm. In, in the beginning of the twin flame journey, this usually happens in phases with one twin purging energetically and then the other one following suit. Um, and with the runner-chaser stages, um, they may switch back and forth between the two roles. The chaser is the more spiritually awakened twin. Um, in general, the runner doesn't know what a twin flame is or they know what a twin flame relationship is and they either don't believe in it or they don't believe that they're really in one. Um, and mm-hmm. this stage revolves around one twin flame distancing themselves, often out of fear of confronting the level of intimacy that the two of you are capable of experiencing. And um, the twin in this role will be in pain and will feel very defensive and resistant. Meanwhile, the other twin flame will give chase, believing that the bond is worth fighting for and working on. And then often the end of the stage is characterized by both twin flames realizing that there are forces at work beyond their control. Um, yeah, I mean, the twin, twin flames are our primary soul connection, um, So I believe. So when we are actually trying to go against our soul, um, by, for instance, pushing our twin flame away, our soul is going mm-hmm. to send some very un- uncomfortable feelings, sensations, and circumstances our way until we get it. I think it's, it's about forcing you to, um, you know, really look at your soul and listen to your intuition and do the healing. That's a lot there. That's a lot. Let's back up a little bit. First of all, you said something sure. about the first, the first twin. Who decides who's mm-hmm. the first and therefore who's the second? How, how does that work? I don't think anyone decides. In, with our connection, nothing was ever actually oh, okay. spoken about that. It's just, okay. um, it just kind of played out. It, it just okay, kind of almost like it was just destined. I don't know how to explain it. It's illogical in a sense, but yes, I don't know okay. how else to explain it. Yeah. So this comes up with the second question I was going to ask you. I am going to ask you. So what do you mean sure. about awakening? Awakening. Oh, um, the awake. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> so um, when the awakening occurs, let me just have a look where I've put it. Hold on one sec, sorry. Um, <laughs> so the awakening is when... Hang on, give me one, one secy. Sure. I've lost my, my place. <laughs> okay. Um, hold on one sec. Okay, the awakened... Tw- so when the awakening occurs, that's when the first twin um, realizes that, that they're in a twin flame connection. Okay. So the, the the awakening is when the first twin becomes awake, awakened to the connection and they realize that they're on a twin flame journey. The unawakened twin is the one that will 
seem to not have awareness of this yet. And they'll even emotionally and, and physically pull back. Whereas okay. the awakened twin will then fight for the connection. Okay. Let me actually back this and, back up a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I yeah. may be throwing you off. I'm sorry about that. But I'm learning as we go. And uh, the thing I want to ask is, how do we come up with the word flame? I mean, this flame refers to fire. What is fire and flame? I think, help each other? I think um, because it is, it is, it is very, um, it's so intense. Oh. I think it's because the emotions you feel individually and then together and the healing uh-huh. you do separately and then together, it's all so intense. I guess it's almost like, um, it is like fire. Do you know yes, what I mean? Okay. It's like two, it's I almost like two yes. souls colliding. It's like two souls colliding. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but it's, yeah, if I can explain like that. One soul, but yeah. two halves colliding and trying to find their footing <laughs> in yeah. between everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we learn, learn so much. I, I don't know where to start next. <laughs> So let me ask you you this. Um, So the twin flames are often more sensitive to energy, as you said before. Uh, Yeah. But they have what shifted than other people is because of the energies. Okay, I just Uh, want to make sure I'm right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's because... um, the, obviously, this twin flame journey is a um, highly spiritual journey. Um, yes. So it's a, a lot about intuition and listening to, to your intuition, do you know? So that's how they get the spiritual growth. Yes, it's through um, it's, it's triggering each other and then having to listen to, to your intuition. And, um, yeah, it's all spiritual. That's my yes. understanding anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you, you're teaching a good job. You're doing a good job teaching. Because I tell you, I'm learning <laughs> as I'm going. You're welcome. That's what, that's what I like about having you as a physical co-host because you find ways to help people just like you found ways to help yourself. Now, I don't say that you came up with an instantaneous response or answer or healing. In fact, you still go through it. But you're able to keep yourself with water, and you can still function healthily in a healthy manner with your family, with your children. So I'm listening to you because I'm learning too much. (laughs) My twin flame keeps me going. (laughs) No, I'm just. Okay. Yeah, you just have to carry on. Okay. Um. (laughs) All right. So pick it where you want to pick up. The, he- the, the healing, the healing never ends. It's always, it's always ongoing. Um, okay. So okay, um, I believe that the sole purpose of um, any twin flame journey um, is to bring mm-hmm. unconditional love into the world, yes. um, to yes. to heal old wounds and traumas, removing karma, and to raise the vibration of humanity so that humans can mm-hmm. ascend to the new earth. That's what I believe. Okay. It goes with religion because in the Christian religion, that's what Christ has been teaching everybody to do, love one another, support each other, feed the hungry, Mm -hmm. and take care of the poor. Mm -hmm. This is basically Mm -hmm. not so much on a physical level, but more on a spiritual level. Mm. Is that making sense? Yes. Denise, what do you think? Because, because, Yes. yes, that would be... Interesting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because you are saying and you're indicating to us that this uh, flame is on a spiritual level, and that's fine. That's good. It is. And yeah. And it's a feeling. Uh, I see a similarity there on a religious level with uh, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and that's fine. And it mm-hmm. works as long as we're not killing mm-hmm. each other, doing negative things, we're doing positive no. things. Help ourselves and help others. That's a good thing. Yeah. 
I'm not sure what, um, because when, when, obviously with my abuse, I kind of, um, and I grew up in a home where I was pushed from pillar to post with religion and religion and religion, and I was abused in the church. So I turned my back on the church and God and in, in that sense. And, and I think that's why I became so spiritual. Um, and I'm not, um, you know, each one to their own. I'm not um, saying religion is wrong or um, yeah. spirituality mm-hmm. is wrong. Or any, I think they're yeah. all right in their own sense. Um, yes. But um, for me, now I've learned on, on the spiritual journey, you know, I think that we're all, at the end of the day, we're all energy. And, um, mm. and you know, I think God, the universe, God, that just is. It's not yeah. a matter of, you're right when I'm wrong. Do you know what I mean? No, no, no. It's not that at all. It's a different mm-hmm. way of doing what needs to be done to help us function in this world. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Yeah. There's something you were saying one time about uh, many times you you have been separated. Um, yeah. Tell us about that. Uh-huh. Um, well, obviously, um, we I had to leave the UK, so that was physical separation. You know, um, but like I said, it was always a platonic relationship. We were never, um, yes. you know, together in any other way. But yes, yeah, so I had to leave the UK. Um, so that was physical. But then since I've, since I've been in Australia and um, obviously Simba's in the UK, um, you know, there's been a lot of within the connection, obviously the push and pull, the intensity, mm. the healing, the running, the chasing, the loving, yeah. the hating, all of that. Um, you know, there are times where I've blocked him on social media or he's blocked me, then we come back, then we try and leave the connection and we're pulled back again. Um, you know, so it's, it's just that whole, it's a hard journey, <laughs> I tell you. But it's I'm, I'm um, so, so rewarding. <laughs> Yeah, I'm chuckling right here and laughing to myself because you were right when you said it's a journey. It is a journey. <laughs> it'll be one. it'll be the most it'll be the most difficult journey of your life if you're ever lucky exactly. enough to be in a twin flame journey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely like that. Okay. So, anything to say about uh, being on the tyrant journey? Sorry, sorry, say that again. Anything else you want to say about the journey? Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, before I was saying, um, I think the main purpose is for ascending to the new earth. Um, yes. And my understanding of the new earth is that it's just an, it's the next dimension of life on planet earth. So we live in the third dimension now, obviously, seeing the world through an egoic lens not seeing reality from a multidimensional nature, but from a limited view of self. I think that's the general, you know, way it is. But I think then if, you know, once um, the vibration of humanity rises, you know, with people um, showing unconditional love, you know, and Mm -hmm. healing the world, I think that's when we... Um, we'll move into the fourth and fifth dimensions. Uh, the fourth dimension marks a shift where we begin together to see from a place of love, a place when we, um, where yeah. we hold divine forgiveness and compassion yeah. on our path. And then yeah. the fifth dimension, obviously, is where you can see the multi-dimensionality of all that is. Um, mm-hmm. at, the, at the heart of the twin flame, flame journey is an emphasis on, on unconditional love and healing for self, um, then reflected within the joint energies of the twins once they attain sacred union. Um, the work mm-hmm. doesn't stop once you reach union, however, which is where soul alchemy evolution can help you to work through the triggers and understand mm-hmm. yourself and your counterpart and connection so that you can live more harmoniously. Um, and oftentimes as well, um, twins have a spiritual mission, either jointly or spiritually, um, you know, and it's a calling to work together to serve humanity. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm, mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all it's positive. It's a hard journey, but it's, for a bigger purpose, and it's um, positive, and 
you know, um, if you ever experience a twin, twin flame journey, you're very, very fortunate and blessed, yeah. and you should really thank the the universe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One person um, so, person. Sorry. Yeah, I so said one person helping the other person. Yeah. And yeah, um, you know, why... even with with Simba and I, you know, with um, being separated with me in Australia, him in um, the UK. Um, we've had so many dreams, so many nights um, where we've had the same dream or so many instances mm-hmm. where we've actually mm-hmm. experienced the same dream. Um, <laughs> or like I'd be, um, like one time I dreamt I was on an aeroplane and I was phoning him, for instance, and um, mm-hmm. the line was quite quite bad and I kept saying, hello, hello, can you hear me, can you hear me? And I could hear him and then then it got cut off. But then, but then it was it was almost like it wasn't a dream, and I, I phoned him for real, and I said to him, mm. "Was I just talking to you?" And he said, "No, but I just had that dream." Um, you know, so we've and that has happened many times to us. We've had we've experienced exactly the same dream, mm. um, and I think sometimes. Um, your twin flame will, will come into your dreams to help calm your fears or help you through something difficult that you're trying to process. Um, I've, mm-hmm. I've even had a lot of dreams, well, where they're not actually dreams, I call them downloads for me, um, of yeah, future yeah. events. Um, <laughs> I call them right. downloads, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're, they're actually, it's like a dream um, of yeah. something that's going to happen in the future, and then it actually does happen, and it has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, great. You have done a lot by teaching us, me, my audience, whoever wants to call in. Mm-hmm. And I know we're getting and close to an hour, and I know you're pressing time, just, so go ahead. Can go I right ahead. quickly say... Just quickly say Thank that you. I think um, I think what I've figured out on this um, very sacred spiritual journey is um, that you have to know that even if you're miles miles away from your twin flame, that um, you're never apart. Um, you know, you'll always live within one another, and nothing can ever break that bond. Um, and also, yeah. um, to please go easy on yourself because even the heartache that you cause one another. Um, in an illogical sort of way, it's all playing out exactly the way it should. Um, it's sort yeah. of destined, I believe, and it's meant to be. And the most important thing is forgive yourself and love yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, um, and if, um, if Simba, if you're listening, um, I want to thank you. Um, for this amazing journey we've been on. And I appreciate you more than you'll ever know. Uh, always, always, beyond lifetimes, um, you've really um, changed my life in an amazing way, and I love you a lot. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, I oh, have a and, question. And also, which... sorry. Go oh, ahead. Okay, Carrie, you No, yeah, you go. I was just going to quickly no, say I'd also like to um, I'd like to thank everyone in Hastings um, who was there for me, giving me strength um, when I was distraught without my children. Um, you all know who you are, and sending you all love and light. Oh, that's nice. That's so good. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I was going to say a question. Actually, I want to say, and I, I lost it. Anyhow, oh, we're okay. coming to. No, no problem. No problem. Oh, I know what it is. Your website. Do you have this on your website? Twin. Um, yes, Twin I do. Um, I I have to update my website. Um, I've okay. got a whole lot of new posts that I will put on um, this coming week, and then I will send you the link for it. Okay. I was just going to ask you for the link now, but uh, you want to do it after you get it updated? To, oh, the link to my website. Your website or your or your blog, either one, so people can get in touch with you. Oh, okay. Um, yes, I can give you the link to my website, One Voice. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, it is https 
and then you know the um, exclamation marks and the little lines. You know, if you're looking up a website, um, yeah. it's called it's it's called. Or can I just can they just look up One Voice on Google? It should come up. My okay, website okay. is called One One Voice. Okay, and what are you saying? Why are you doing this? Wait, wait a minute. I wait a minute. I have the link on the. Uh, <laughs> The link is on here. In the, in the description oh, yeah, because it's, so, it's so long. <laughs> yes, it is long, I, I know. So we have a, uh, we did put a, a short link on the description window. So if anybody wants to get to your web, website, they could go to blocktalkradio.com in the author's corner with ATM and come down to the other level. And then you'll see the title, Leanne's Sedex on a Twin Flame Journey. Click on that. You'll get her links right there. Okay. Okay. All right. Any any questions from our audience? Audience, do you have any questions or comments? I'd like to say, uh, Leanne, can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, it's been really, really interesting topic, um, and it's that I would like to look into further because what I do is I help people through healing um, by recognizing the source of their traumas, and that's on an individual basis. And, and I'm wondering if, uh, if you're working towards healing with twin flames, would it be advantageous to do that together or separately? Um, I think from my own experience that um, along the journey, there are times where you have to do it separately and then um, other times where you can heal together. I think it's important um, many times to, although you, you trigger each other, it's important to do that phase of healing on your own um, because um, it teaches you. Um, I'm not. I'm not even. I don't even know how to explain. It. it probably teaches a lot of maybe even taking ownership for your healing um, and believing believing that you can do it. Um, about you know more about self love i think i think I think it's combined i think I think you have to do some on your own and some together and uh, but but you can always always just um through the energy I always send some but unconditional love and and positive energy and help, even though we're not um not there physically helping him or he's not here. Do you know what I mean right yeah and I would think. Um, doing it uh, jointly may help at some point too because you, there are um, similar energies that are going on. You, mm-hmm. you have some of the mm-hmm. yeah. So I would think from that what I, from, from what from what I understand about twin flame journeys, I think um, if because not all twin flames actually um, come together in a lifetime. You know, some twin flames don't ever actually come together. Um, but I under, my understanding is that if there is a twin flame union, um, I think that last stretch of healing is done together. Okay. That's my well, understanding. Well. Yeah. Yeah. And and That's as good. far as I, as far as what I know, um, I think a twin flame union is heaven meeting the earth <laughs> because. No, because I, because it's two people coming together by the hand of the divine. It's divinely orchestrated yeah. um, into a place of love, happiness, harmony, and peace. Um, and it's obviously the biggest, deepest soul connection you you'll ever experience. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Leanne, Leanne, I have a question for you. Um, let's sure. step aside for a minute and go back to who you are when we when I met you. You are an author. Yes. Tell, tell the audience yes. what are you have in your books. What are your books about? 
Oh, um, so the first book I wrote and published is called When Angels Cry, The Forgotten Children. And mm-hmm. that one um, I actually wrote in two weeks but because I got a dream, but which I think was a download. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> it was um, the, the murdered children came to me in I, and, and I wrote their story. So I wrote for two weeks and published that one. And then my second book, um, Dancing with the Devil, Breaking Chains of Childhood Sexual Abuse, is is my story in a story. It's about mm-hmm. my abuse. And yes. I'm busy working on um, my next few novels. And no. one of them actually, um, one of them is actually on the Twin Flame journey, about the oh, Twin Flame okay. journey. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. They know you had something there to offer. I didn't know when. <laughs> well, that's good. I that's know. Good. I haven't had time to write. Love being you know, a with this immigration matter. Yes, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, anything else you want to offer before we wrap up? No. Um, I think that's about it. I just, um, um, yeah, just like I said before, you know, um, I mean, I okay. don't know um, for sure um, if there's any proven statistics about the twin flame yeah. journey. And, you know, there re- it is really, there's no logical explanation in a sense. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, I-, I know that it exists without a doubt. Um, mm-hmm. And I just want to say to Simba that, <laughs> you know, again, thank you for the journey and you will always have my heart and my soul and I love you. <laughs> all right, already, all right, already. That sounds great. Denise, what about you? You have any other questions or comments? Oh, this this has been very interesting, and I thank you, Leon, for taking your time to go through it. Great. Pleasure. Great. Well, Denise, you're welcome to come anytime we're on the air, and you too, if you have another event. You would. Oh, by the way, by the way, Denise, tell. Uh, our audience, as well as Leanne, your background. I'll put you on the spot, I know, but nevertheless, it's helpful if you could share that briefly. Did he say I lose you? Apparently so. All right, well, we'll leave that. Oh, go ahead. I forget we have time differences. No, I I don't think she's there. I'm not sure if she's still there. Her number's on. Yeah, I see her number. Okay, oh. well, no problem. We'll, we'll catch up with that later. I, I, I put her on the spot, and that's not really fair to her. Okay, uh, Leanne, thank you very much for what you have offered our audience, what you've offered me, what you've offered our guests who's li- listening, and we will Pleasure. go from there. Two weeks from now, we'll meet again. Um, yes, we will. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Brav. And all okay. keep those vibrations high and keep shining. Yeah. <laughs> any, idea, any idea what's on the agenda for next time, two weeks from now? Um, it's I in the process. It's in the process. I Sorry. forget. Okay. Kind of yeah, I don't know yet. I'll, I'll surprise my audience with something interesting. <laughs> okay. No problem. No problem. Um, You're good in that. All right. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Thank you very much, Leanne, for taking time to share us, share with us the uh, twin flame journey. And it has been a journey, but it's been a helpful journey. Thanks again. And Denise, thank You're you for welcome. You're welcome, too. All right. And everyone else, if you listen in, two weeks from now, we will meet again on the same time. <clears throat> we have the time list listed. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. <laughs> well, we go by time. Uh, I'm on 7 p.m. Atlantic time, which is an hour ahead of Eastern time, which would be 6. And then Central time would be 5 and 4 in Mountain time. And what is it, three? Or the time is it's four, and it will be three in the Pacific time. By the way, 
some of the listeners in uh, Texas, they're suffering. They have cold. They're in a warm temperature, but it came out cold weather and snow in Texas. So they have snow where they don't normally have snow. And then on top of that, they have oh, wow. lost power in several cities. Oh, so people, right. oh yes. And then on the, on the third thing, they can't get their vaccination because there's no electricity for the refrigerators in some hospitals. So things are really going bad. Keep your prayers oh. out for them, folks. Yeah. When you get on cans, go online and look for the news for Texas in the southern states that are affected by snow that they're not used to. All right, folks, let's call it quits and let's pass on God's love and prayers for the people. And and I'm sending sending all my strength to everyone in Texas, my strength and and love and, um, and positive energy. Good. Real fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you all. So much. Take care. We'll see you in two weeks. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.